Geopolitics and Empire is joined by Tim Ray, who is an award-winning international speaker and a no BS truth seeker. He's the founder of the United Intentions Foundation and Media Network, and he is the host of Frequency Wars and Awaken Atlanta, where his mission is to wake up the sleeping masses before tyranny becomes our way of life. Thank you for joining the podcast, Tim. How has life been for you in COVID-1984 and the new abnormal? <laughs> Well, actually, you know, it's been horrific at seeing the level of oppression going on, uh, Hervoye, but the, uh, it's been excellent in reference to the amount of content that's coming our way with this amount of oppression and, and tyranny that is just overwhelming. I'm just, uh, you know, very surprised. So it's, you know, honestly, I've been, aware, I've been waiting for this moment for 30 years. So I've been preparing for 30 years, actually, as well. And it's just this created crisis. I knew the day was going to come. This is going to be the foot in the door to get the bigger worldwide uh, chaos that's needed to create the new order that they're going to bring in, which is, which will be worse than the chaos in, in time. So, um, so it's been, it's been a great year for that level. So uh, I really don't have any complaints, honestly, <laughs> but I just, I, and I'm seeing more people wake up every day and that's needed. And it just, and depends on what level they're waking up on, you know, and you have to kind of gradually wake people up at different levels as we are, as you and I are waking up to other levels that we didn't know about just a week ago. So um, but for me, it's been great on uh, that level and uh, unfortunate on the overall humanity uh, is going through this pain and suffering unnecessarily. Yeah. And just to comment on what you just mentioned, the different levels uh, where, where people uh, end up waking themselves up. I remember two years ago, I was in Croatia on vacation and talking to some of my cousins and you know, I was talking about the vaccine issue and they, they all thought I was crazy. Like they were all against me, you know, some of my family and, and cousins. And now, two years later, given with, with, with what's happening now with the COVID injections and all of this, my cousin, he called me up today from Croatia, from an island in Croatia. And he's like, I asked him, like, so I wasn't crazy two years ago. And he's like, no, you, you were right. And it took something like COVID to, to wake me up. And now he's on the front lines um, in the capital on the streets of Croatia, you know, shout, you know, speaking out. And so but before we get to some of these topics, maybe it, it, to, to start, could you tell us a bit about, you know, your work uh, and projects at UI Media? I've known vaguely about um, your network for a few years, and it wasn't until recently that uh, I started getting into more uh, of your work. From what I can tell, you don't have a strong presence on YouTube or the big tech platforms, which I think is because of the censorship. So I think you self-host your material directly on your website, uh, and it seems it's freely accessible and not behind a paywall. And I've seen some of your excellent episodes uh, on Frequency Wars and enjoy them. So could you tell us uh, a bit about sure. the work you do? Well, first, thank you very much. Um, I really appreciate that because we, uh, prior to prior to I mean prior to COVID and even handful of years ago, we were going pretty strong on YouTube uh, for the most part. Uh, we had hundreds of thousands of views, certain shows we had. But you know, ever since the ever since they started coming in with this censorship a little bit at time levels at a time, and really went full force last year, uh, it just wasn't worth putting anything on there anymore. And because they just they just take you off and and go from there. But uh, the other, other, you're right. It, it's a whole new world now, and it's something that uh, it's it's the the aspect of what we do is really is uncensored media. We offer a platform for people to come and share their uncensored uncensored work that they do. And so it's not just our shows. We'll have other more shows going on. We've just been having just the hardest time with different uh, uh, what's what we call the the front end there. Like we had Vimeo at one point. We had. Um, you know, YouTube at one point, you know, so on the line, and they keep censoring. Like, first, Vima says, well, you can't say anything about vaccines or anything negative about vaccines. I go, what are you talking about? Well, we put that into our, into our uh, 
our rights, you know, what your unification for what your rights are a year ago. I mean, why would you do just vaccines a year ago? So they knew even before the pandemic happened, they knew this was coming, you know? And so it was just a matter, it's just, you can go back and see all the work being done behind the scenes. And uh, to us, it was just safer just to go to our own platform and still get the good word out and spread it. And it goes quick too. People see, you know, and they, they'll spread it and share it. And that's really why, how the information gets out. But the UI media was originated from, um, Herve uh, is from, from the UI Media UI United Intentions Network Foundation. And the United Intentions Foundation was all about the power of our intentions, the power of our thoughts, and how we specifically every day create our reality, co-create a reality with God, I would say, or source, other people may say, and how, how our power of intentions really is what's going to get us through this bad times. I don't think we're going to be able to fight this, 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 I call it this, the Sabbateans, the Sabbatean Kabbalists, as many would call them, uh, who are Satanists, basically, who are running, the, running this earth right now, running the program here, who are influenced by that level of, of evilness. And I don't think we're going to be able to fight hand to hand or gun to gun, because I think these folks have energy weapons. They got direct energy weapons. They got technology hundreds of years more advanced than what we see on the streets. So I believe and always believe last 30 years that this is going to be done through uh, there, through our uniting ourselves, uniting ourselves with our thoughts and with our inspired actions, which is follows your 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 positive intentions. So uh, that was kind of how the foundation started uh, about ten years ago, and then it worked into the UI media, which was to get the platform out there, and it's kind of grew from there. And that's kind of how we started. Where I knew this day would come, and to the point where I was so right before I started United Intentions, I was so discouraged about what's going on in the news and this negative intentions and and uh, the news, uh, the Fox News, CNN, doesn't really matter. One, one end, the good cop, bad cop routines being played. I just got so upset at it. I was going to build a bunker where I was going to uh, go out there and try to make a difference. And hopefully, I'm not hopefully, I should say, gladly, I went, chose the latter and went out and started the United Intentions Foundation. And kind of here we are today. So that's how it originated from. But it's been, it's been a long battle in the sense of getting the good word out there when people don't want to hear certain truths. And we're seeing that now. We're seeing that now more than ever before is that the truth doesn't matter, but the appearance of truth is more important. And that's scary. That's a scary time to be in where people who will, um, you know, hear that the injection is safe and effective, right? They hear that the appearance of it on the news. You got the president, you got everyone, Donald Trump, you got everyone talking about the safety and effectiveness of this vaccine, they call it this COVID-19 vaccine. But yet, when you get down to look at the specifics of it, it's poison and it's mRNA and it's, it's nanotechnology. It's killing a lot more people than they're, they're portraying on the news. Uh, and they're in, hurting a hell of a lot more people. And, uh, and they're using it as excuse. They're hiding the deaths as well. So the truth doesn't matter, but just the appearance of it and, and how the human psyche to follow that, to go down that road, to allow that to be part of their their experience of their of what they share every day with their friends and their information and to repeat these lies, it's just overwhelming. And we and just to go along with it is being part of the problem. And of course, we don't want to be part of the problem. We got to be part of the solution. And sometimes that means being that one bird flying in the different direction than the rest. And that's kind of where people such as myself and you find ourselves at this time. Yeah, I mean, there, there's a lot to, to unpack there, but I thought I'd just comment then maybe get your thought because, you know, I was having that conversation with my, again, with my cousin in, in Europe this morning saying like, he doesn't know what to do anymore. And I have the same feeling like, 
what, what what's happening now is the same thing. I have mentioned this over and over before that we, we see in totalitarian, fascist, you know, communist, authoritarian regimes in Italy in the 30s, Mussolini, uh, Hitler, uh, Soviet Union, where, you know, I have the book behind me. They thought they were free, where he interviewed average Germans to understand how they came to support these, you know, authoritarian uh, politics that are being applied in our lives now. My, my cousin says, I, I don't know what to do anymore. I'm talking to people. It's like you're talking to a zombie. You throw facts at them, as you say, truth, and it just it's not working anymore. I, how do you what's the story behind this this psychology where people are just so shut down to, to anything other than what has been pumped through the uh, official channels of propaganda? Well, yeah, I think it's multiple things. I think it's a phys- on a physical level and also, of course, on a psychological level. On the physical level, I think they've been dropping this nanotechnology through the chemtrail skies for decades now. And I think we've been ingesting a lot of these particles. Uh, not only that, but I think we've been absorbing them too through our food and our water. Uh, so that's why I think our attention deficit is such a high level now. People have an eight seconds uh, attention span. Is because we've been getting all this tech stuff built up in our in our body and building our brain, and now they're in directly injecting it into our bloodstream, which is a hell of a lot worse than just in your open system from your your mouth to when you you void it out. But now it's 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 everywhere. It's in the open and closed system. Uh, if you get the vaccine, of course, uh, or the you know the jab, whatever you want to call it. But it, it's it's part of that is from from that perspective of that you know people have cognitive dissonance and. That's the second part, the psychological part. And as it's done deliberately, you know, and they've done tests, you know, they Stockholm syndrome is you kind of give away, give something away, you, you give it back to them. You know, you, you take it back and you give it to them, take it back, give it to them, take it back. Lockdowns, no lockdowns, mass, no mass, uh, social distancing, no social distancing. It causes such chaos and havoc that the abuse and we're being abused. Don't think for one one second for this last year and a half that this is not just an American thing. This is a worldwide sting operation, a murder incorporated sting operation never seen in the history of humanity that's been occurring here. And they have been using the psychological torture of abuse uh, on that with knowing that eventually creates cognitive dissonance. And when you have cognitive dissonance, you can't process new information. So even if, and unfortunately, or seriously, unfortunately, is that this new information is life, death information that we need to hear. We need to be able to make a decision why not to take this, this Trojan horse, uh, uh, this Trojan horse nanofold technology vaccines or jabs here. And we can't process it. People can't even talk to their own family members about it, nevertheless a stranger. So it's, it's such a, a powerful tool to basically make, your, um, make the abuse love the abuser and to trust the abuser. It is sick to see, and it's happening on a collective and worldwide level. And, you know, kudos, I'm not, a, say, a practicing Christian, although I believe, I believe Jesus Christ and I believe in, in his message wholeheartedly, more so than perhaps many other um, people who shared that level of love and understanding. Uh, but I have to say, in Revelation, they talk about a worldwide delusion that would cover humanity's eyes. And I'm like, wow, how could that, this not be? That worldwide delusion they were referring to thousands of years ago. Because, I mean, how many family members do you have that you can't reach that have took the vaccine or, or going along with whatever the n- mainstream media news is telling you every day? It is, it is horrific to think that we, we, they have successfully divided our families, uh, not just in the past by our color but, and by our gender or by our sexual orientation, but now they successfully 
divided our families by our decisions on what we're going to do for our health. So it's, it's an effective tool, extremely effective, and it's a little discouraging, honestly. Uh, but there are ways out of that. And, I, and we'll talk about that later on, how we, what we need to do to unite again and, and stop with the division. Yeah, I would agree with you that uh, after a while, uh, if people remember the film The Matrix, um, there's the guy who betrays the other, you know, the the resistance uh, where the agent Smith comes to him and promises him, gives him the blue pill to wake up and just enjoy the good life. And sometimes I feel like Cypress. Cypress, yeah, 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 and so I, sometimes I feel like that. I'm like, oh, I, I can't take this anymore. But that 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 thought, you know, after a second, I'm like, no, I go back. I'm I'm never going to give up. I'm or we're we're just going to keep marching on, no matter how bad things get. Uh, and so, you know, a lot of the people that appear on your network are the same people that I listen to, and some of which I have interviewed. Uh, for example, G. Edward Griffin, and we've both been covering some of the same topics. You know, some of your episodes have titles such as. Global deception, putting the pieces together, cashless and control, the one world currency, transhumanism, the end game, a future so dark, uh, and so on. And you know, as you mentioned, you've been waiting for this for 30 years. I've been waiting for this for 20 years, ever since I was a teenager and, st and started researching these things. And you know, could you kind of give us your your bird's eye view, you know, your macro view of you know what is going on? What you know, wh what is COVID? You know, your vision of everything that's happening right now. Sure. sure. Well, you know, uh, we were told how how you how you need to bring this. There's this is a worldwide world world new world order operation. These are basically, if you really dig into the people behind it first, if you want to hear that, are these Rothschilds? Are these Rockefellers? Are these basically uh, Sabatine Satanists? You need all the way to the Vatican on down to the to the kings and queens of in in England to Canada to all these key roles, Saudi Arabia, uh, so on down so on down the line, and these folks. Um, have been practicing basically Satanism uh, with about, without a better word, you know, is where they they actually report or or pray to what they call Baal, you know, which other people call Satan. Some people call them the the, the jinn in um, Islam. They call them all different names and different religions, uh, and they have successfully throughout the throughout the eons uh, hijacked every religion. First, they started with Judaism. They and now they hide behind anti-Semitism, and they're not even Jews. They're not Judeans. They're not at all. And then they move on to they get involved in Christianity. They pretend to be Christians and they hijack that. They bring in Freemasonry. They do do that as well. They have have infiltrated throughout the uh, eons uh, Islam, uh, and they and they bring them in on that level. The Sabbatean, Sabbatean, uh, he uh, wasn't. He had a re, he had a resort to becoming a, Mus a Muslim. Otherwise, he would have died. And then he started his his organization. Like over a million people back then were basically uh, Satanists uh, that he had followed them. Many of them, many of them um, from the Jewish persuasion, but they basically were not. They decided to do the opposite of Judaism. They did like Judaism, like David Icke would say. They would practice on Sabbath day uh, of fasting, but the, the Sabbateans they would do feasting. They do the opposite, invert everything that they would do. And these folks have worked their way into a uh, position of key roles in our society across the world. They became the popes. They became the, the kings and queens. They worked their way. They started the Russian Revolution and got rid of the czar who, who banished through them, uh, the Sabbateans, way back when. Uh, and then there was payback. They did the same thing with the Freemasons and, and so on down the line. And they have ability to hijack these different groups. They do it very, they're very clandestine and very cleverly. 
and they come in acting like they're your friends and they're, they're deceivers, deceivers and they deceit and they lie and they share and they, and they indoctrinate their children into believing what they, they believe that, hey, we're very special. We worship this over here. And they don't even tell them who they're worshiping. So they lie to their own even children until they figure it out when they get older. Uh, by that time, they're so indoctrinated into this that they're, they're part of the problem again. And they've been doing that to our different societies. They take over the media. They take over the, the, the net. They take over the, uh, the governments. They, they black, blackmail and they do whatever they need to do. Murder. They do with it. Presidents. They do whatever they need to do to get in. And they do this on a generational level. You're talking about, you know, uh, this, this original uh, Babylonian lifestyle of Satanism being carried to this day, but with a modern, modern rank, modern code put on it. And so now we're here seeing the end results. And this is what we've got. What we got is Hollywood is um, sex trafficking and the pedophilia is this, or it's, it's, it's infested. You got the, you got the George Soros is, is, is infested. He has, he has, they use these proxy groups to do be the bad guy like Antiva and so on the line. You got, you know, the Podesta brothers who are, who are blatant Satanists right out there. You got, you got the, the presidents, uh, Republican and Democrat alike, you know. Um, so they infiltrate over a period of time. And what they do is they create this level of chaos. And their goal is to bring in this one world. They call it full spectrum dominance. And how they, they decided to do was to do the, get the use, what they, I guess the toe in the door was, is to use tyranny, healthcare tyranny as their foot in the door. They know that because they don't care about your health. If they cared about your health, the companies that they own, like Monsanto and many others, they wouldn't be poisoning you for the last 30, 40 years. They wouldn't be putting sodium fluoride in your water for the last 70 years. They wouldn't be doing all these horrific things collectively and allowing. And I'm not saying every one of them is conscious of doing it. A lot of them were just bought out. They don't even realize they're doing it. But for the inside of that spider web, uh, where the real, real Satanists are, most people don't know what their goal is, but I'm giving you just a, my perspective of what I've seen and put together interviewing just people that you know as well. I'm probably telling you stuff that you already heard. And, and, and as these people come together, they take over and they keep their rituals. They do their rituals, as David Wilcock told me, that they do the rituals usually twice a week on Wednesday nights, three o'clock in the morning, they go out and they do their sacrifices, whether that's little children, uh, whether that's animals whether that's whatever it is, and they do the rituals to keep their, their momentum going with this new world order. And so they had to first, what they do to each country they go into is they first, they demoralize de, de, uh, it. And you demoralize it by what they put out in Hollywood. You keep raising the bar higher and higher. Now you got you know, little 12-year-old uh, transvestites uh, and, and transgender kids running around at strip clubs. You know, I mean, who would ever who would ever allow that to happen ten years ago or five years ago? It wouldn't happen. But you do that over time. You demoralize a country, and you get your soldiers where they're not fighting good wars anymore. They're fighting for other countries and for other other international purposes. And then, then after that, you destabilize the country. You start you making the CDC who's supposed to be looking out for your best interests. You make them a a, a profit making, patent oriented, vaccine loving. A private organization. So, and you tell them that they're looking out for your best interest. So, listen to them, where they're making now billions, if not trillions, in time on vaccines that are unnecessary and that are actually dangerous uh, um, when you get into it. You got, and so you destabilize the different FDA, destabilize the different agencies, you corrupt all your politicians, you, you on a local level, you get Agenda 21 in there, which is the New World Order agenda, and you get that in place in the different cities, in the different towns. 
And then you, you, your third level is you create this crisis. You create a crisis. And we just experienced a crisis, the pandemic crisis in this last year and a half. And that crisis was the COVID-19. And then finally, the fourth step to really bring the new world order in, and which we're almost there, we're going to be getting there soon if we don't step up, is you bring the new normal. You already hear about the new normal, right? And uh, the new normal is not what we think by wearing masks, not wearing masks, or getting vaccinated or not getting vaccinated. That's just a stepping stone into the new normal. That has, that's not the new normal. The new normal is what they call this worldwide, worldwide, world spectrum dominus plan. And that's going to be the surveillance, what they already got in place. The 5G is already in place. Here in Georgia, they, they sold our account. They, <laughs> governors gave all the right-of-ways to our, our, everybody's home in Georgia in front of their home, houses, gave them away to the communication tech companies privately. Now, they own them, and your county can't do anything about it. So they could put their 5G masks uh, up there in towers. And that's going to be a direct energy weapon at your house now. Uh, and that will be part of the Internet of Things. So their goal is now to bring us into this new, they call it the Great Reset, what they're in the middle doing right now. They're resetting us to uh, be basically a cyborg, transhumanism, cyborg energies, uh, uh, hu human hand and artificial intelligence with all this nanotechnology. They're, they're uploading us in us all the time. And as well as a depopulation plan to get rid of the majority of the people that are here on Earth because there are too many of us controllable. That's the end game. And they're now in going into the new normal. And what we have to expect over this next year is more false flags. Uh, they, they're using the Delta variant more likely or some other variant coming out to, just, to justify the next lockdown, which could be as soon as next couple of months. We don't know here in the States. They're already doing it in many other countries, Australia, you know, all these other countries now are locking down, uh, getting ready for the new variant. And by the way, as we learned on one of our shows, uh, I think it was called the Delta variant, that, that these variants burn down. They never burn up. So how can more people be kill being killed by Delta variant when they're supposed to be burning down? It's all lies. People are dying now from the Trojan horse vaccines that they are voluntarily injecting into their body because no one ever told them what's in it. And it's so obvious that no one ever told them because not even in the pamphlets they give you when when you're supposed to ask for it by the doctors. Doctors go along with it too. They're just as clueless as the rest. And so as we build these payloads of nanotechnology in our body, we become more disconnected uh, from being a human. And it affects our brains. And if you're able to look at some of these things under a microscope, it's horrific. Horrific to see how uh, this nanotechnology that they're injecting into them, if, they, if people knew that, they would never even think about doing it. They would arrest these people, string them up right there out there in the court, and it would be over with. But because it's all being done clandestine and lies and the mainstream media now is controlled by these people we talked about, um, and they control it through fear, murder, and bribery and uh, blackmail. So, uh, and it's been in place for, they've been not just getting this last year, this, this process has been in place for a long time. They co-opted the CIA, basically from the get-go. Uh, they've been working for them in the beginning. Uh, they have co-opted the different countries, the main major countries. And as you see, the countries that don't go along with it, you've seen them right now in the last, last year, three of, the, three of these poor um, African and South American countries, um, they kill them. They kill the presidents. Haiti's president killed. And watch, prior to the, him being killed, they were all against the vaccines. You know, I'm not even keeping up with it. I can guarantee you the next president there is going to be pushing the vaccines. Same thing with, uh, um, I think it was Madagascar or Zimbabwe or somewhere around there. Tanzania. Uh, yeah, and they, uh, you know, they, prior they were against it. Now they're for it. Go figure. And it's all CIA and their goal for this world spectrum dominance. 
And it is, uh, is evil people. These are evil Satanist people, such as the Rothschilds and the rest of them. And they have, you know, uh, I don't know if people knew, you go look across Schraub. He's a, he's a relative, of, he's, a, he's a son of a Rothschilds from Marianne, I believe her name, Rothschild. So they're all, not a big group of them, but they're so powerful because they control the money and the money controls the people's decisions. I mean, I have family members now who know what I'm talking about, who believe what I'm talking about, but are still going to get the vaccine because now their job's in jeopardy. I mean, come on, man. I mean, where is, where is your sense of, of, of faith? Where's your sense of a soul understanding that, you, you, know, you know, there is no death? I mean, I wish people would understand that. There's no death. You don't die. You're like Obi-Wan Kenobi. You just become greater in a different form. And then you come back and you do whatever you want. You got to have faith in that. We can't be scared of dying anymore, more than ever before. We're going to have to find the courage. And, uh, and, I, and one thing about courage, real quick here, is, is that I learned to learn understand from some friends. I think it was uh, Thomas Campbell told me his definition of courage. And I thought it was brilliant. Is that it's being scared, scared to death, having courage, but doing it anyway. So if, if we can be scared while we're doing it. It doesn't matter, but just do it. Just go out and do it. And don't worry about how you're perceived. Don't worry if they throw the labels of anti-Semitism on you or um, a uh, racist added, racist, racism at you or that you're anti, um, you know, you're anti-fascist, whatever, whatever, or fascist, whatever, whatever it is, you know, don't worry about that because you've got to follow your truth. And if your truth leads you down that road and you see what's happening, then that's all that matters because people will watch you. People are looking at you right now. They're looking at both of us right now. And they're like, wow, they're saying this. You know what? They can say this. Well, maybe I can too. And that's what you need. You need to give people courage by sharing that light. And it is light. It's truth. And truth is light. And light is love. And so truth is love. And with all that being said, that comes down to you got to either love or you stay in fear and hate. And right now they got the majority of the people. I'll give them credit. They got these Sabbateens got the majority of the people in hate. They got them in fear and hate right now. And I, and I, hate it that <laughs> they got them in fear and hate but the only way out of that is through love and that's what you know why we started united united intentions uh, foundation and the ui media network which our tagline is raising the frequency we got to raise the frequency of love to be able to eliminate that level of hate and i think that's kind of hopefully what we're trying to do each day as we go forward with our with our network and our uh, our shows yeah, and I, I'd agree that your your thoughts on, on death. My view is that we're all dead, anyways. You know, we're we're all yeah. <laughs> we're all dead, anyways. You, if you think about it, you, you're actually dead. We're all going to die. It could be in a few years, a few decades, but you're already dead. So that's going to happen. You can't avoid it. So you might as well stand up. You know, I, I we think of all those images. You know, Braveheart and all those movies. And I cannot not tell the truth because I couldn't live with myself. I couldn't look in the mirror uh, every day. So I have to tell the truth regardless of the consequences. And, you know, speaking of the Delta variants, I like to joke, uh, half jokingly say, but I, I believe it, you know, I'm waiting for the Alpha and Omega uh, variant, you know, because G Jesus says I am the Alpha and the Omega and that he will return uh, one day. So I'm, I'm waiting for those um, variants. And, and as well, you mentioned the esoteric and the spiritual dimension. And I think a lot of people who, who follow these things geopolitically and economically of what, what's happening, if you're not tuned into the esoteric or spiritual nature of things, I think you miss out uh, on a lot of understanding of what's really happening. I, I have here in a box, I should have taken, out, taken it out. I have a, a box here with just some files and papers. And I was in, studying diplomacy in Geneva in 2008 and nine. 
And I attended uh, one of the meetings of the Lucifer Publishing Company, Lutz's Trust. They have three uh, offices in New York, London, and Geneva. And I said, hey, you know, people, I talk about this stuff. People think I'm crazy. I'm going to go to one of their meetings, you know, get some of their handouts and prove, you know, this is not some conspiracy, the conspiracy theory. And I have here the documents. It's 2009, and it was a meeting about their esoteric stuff. And it actually says on the paper, Lucifer is like the Prometheus who's bringing fire to mankind and they they are theosophists you know alice bailey founded uh, the lucifer publishing company in 1922 they changed the name to lucifer's trust and they're a formal member of the united nations and they actually believe that lucifer is the messiah that he is the maitreya the mahdi the the christ and they're preparing for his return i subscribe to their newsletters and there's a lot of inf influential people who support you know the un uh, of the Lutz's trust, and as you you laid it out, this is documented. It's not some crazy stuff. Uh, and so you mentioned uh, the new normal, and I, that was one of my questions. You know how people are, it, which I think is basically the social credit system that we see in China. You know, people are now being deplatformed in real life. Uh, you know, there are upstanding citizens. This is happening in U.S. and other countries, Europe. Uh, they're having bank accounts terminated. Uh, recently, two two folks, Laura Witzke, I think I, I forget her name. She had a Wells Fargo account terminated, uh, PayPal accounts terminated, other financial services, Airbnb, Uber, wow. being put on no fly list. Now people being put on no fly list in the U.S. Uh, and people's reputations being attacked through wokeism yeah. and, and cancel culture. Yes, yes, you know, at, yes. at so, some point, you know, trying to live a normal life will become insanely difficult. And you know, this is this is the cashless society, the social credit system. It's here now. Uh, here in Mexico, they've just started to, to propose uh, the idea of these COVID passes, which is the, the social credit system. And you know, how do we react to this? I know, of course, we're fighting back. We have to fight back. But I think at the same time, we have to try to figure out how to survive life in this coming social credit system. So, you know, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, it, it is sad, sad as part of it. And, and you're absolutely right, because that's exactly um, what's happening. And at, at the tides, you know, you, you want to look at a kind of a numbers game. The tide's moving in this direction. Is there enough people awake right now to stop it? From my perspective, say here in America, I'd say no. Uh, just by the people, people who are in the mask, people getting the vaccine, uh, the people who are willing, know what's going on, are willing to still get the vaccine. I'd probably say not enough there. So let's assume, let's assume, unless there's something that comes, like if Jesus shows up or Superman comes in at some point or some some outside event, which I do think they're going to uh, bring in the alien hoax, though. We can talk about that later on uh, for the final um, moment of uniting the world together with a common made-up foe. But assume it's going to happen. Assume that we are going to go to cryptocurrency, a one-world currency. We're going to go to a one-world army, UN army, a one-world government uh, outside of, you know, probably be hosted in Israel at this point, um, and a one-world religion, which it's already on the books. The religion's already on the books. It's on the United States books, Noahide laws. It's already put in, passed by Congress and signed by the president, signed by every president ever, there, ever since then, including Trump. Uh, it's in the Vatican. It's in all the other major countries, Russia, China, all the countries are all going to follow these seven laws. And on the surface, they sound great, um, but they're not active right now because they're waiting for the right crisis. So what has to happen right now is that it has to be a serious crisis. I mean, a real pandemic, a real crisis, not this made up one to get everybody in the mode here, kind of like a starter. People think people can't handle it right now are just going to have they're just going to 
they're just going to drift away because they're not going to be handling what's coming. And unless we stop and confront this, it's going to continue because these people are still in charge, still large and in charge, and they're moving forward with their agenda. doesn't matter who's president, Trump or Biden, doesn't matter. We're all working for the same people, and it's not you and me. And so uh, from my perspective, and, and so as the real crisis coming up, it's going to be scarcity in food. It's going to be a cyber uh, you know, electrical power grid being put out. It's going to be a, a scarcity in water. It's, it's going to be all these different, different things that they're going to be doing simultaneously, whether at the same time, I should say, or over levels or layered area. And you're going to have more laws being dropped, maybe even a martial law being input. And you're going to have what I see is levels of, of rounding up people who are unvaccinated, aka what they really mean is the patriotic people who will fight back, round them up, put them into these FEMA camps, which are already popping up. They already have them. We have all the locations of the FEMA camps in every state. We already know they're there. Um, I also think people start dying from these jabs that they've been taking. They're already happening now. They're blaming it on the Delta, virus, Delta variant. And also we're seeing on the VAERS reports and now other reports just came out. Another, another report, a whistleblower, she's able to make it to court, that there's over 45,000 deaths already, that minimum of deaths that occurred, not 10,000. And so, uh, and I'm sure it's much worse than that because the only report's about 1%. So you're probably looking at hundreds of thousands of people dying from these, these Trojan horse jabs. And these not even the Trojan horse aspect yet. When these spike proteins and these, um, this mRNA starts building up, building up, building up in your body and starts attacking where you're most vulnerable on the immune system and you start dying from heart attacks, dying from liver failure, dying from neurological issues, whatever it may be, people still won't tie it back to the vaccine. They'll just say there's a new variant or something else is going on. So we're going to have many, many dead people. I mean, props in the billions and billions that they're shooting for. Uh, they're told us their goals. They're, if you go look at Agenda 21 and also go look at the Georgia Guidestones here in Georgia, you can see the Noah Hyde Law is basically version of them put onto, the, put onto there. Uh, and the first one, of course, is the keeping the population of humanity down to 500 million. Hello? 500 million? There's supposed to be 7.5, 7.5 billion. That means, that means 7 billion people are going to disappear. And over the next, what, 10 years? And people think this is a joke. They think this is something to sit back and pretend like everything, nothing's going on. Don't worry, worry about your mask. I mean, this is a true satanic agenda that they're going forward through on. And, you, and you're right. Oh, are you going to sit on your knees? Are you going to sit on your knees? Stand on your knees? Uh, kneel down? And be a slave, but you'll be alive. Are you going to die on your feet? I mean, I don't think there's much of an option at this point. If you're scared to die, then you know what? Then you're part of the problem. If everybody right now stopped worrying about dying, being scared to die, and I'm not saying at that moment you had that gun to your head or the, or your head's in the guillotine, you're not going to be scared. Of course you are. I mean, just like with Jesus, you know, I'm sure he suffered a lot uh, at that point, you know, where he didn't want to have to go through that. Who does? But. At the end of the day, when it's said and all done, you're not dead. You just, your, your energy transfers somewhere else. And that's what's most important. You just got to have faith that you are that energy. You are, you are immortal. And you have to realize that. And if, as soon as people realize that, the sooner they'll find that faith to say the things that most won't say now. Even in the, in the, in the midst of this level of censorship, which is deadly now. The critical race theory is going to feed into this domestic terrorist act that's coming out. That's going to be um, their excuse to round up patriots. Uh, it's not about white nationalists, white supremacists or Nazis. It's about getting patriots. And, and, and they'll start with the white patriots, but then they'll work their way down to all the minority patriots. It doesn't matter. 
They, just, just like what China did and Mao did with the Thousand Blossom campaign. You know, hey, come criticize communism. Tell us all the problems with it. Then they got everybody's name around and they killed them. So uh, same thing, I believe, what Trump did. Bring everybody to this, this setup, set up in, uh, back in September 6th. Round everybody up. Then the banks started getting everybody's credit cards, finding out who's spending where. And now they got an, a bigger list of who these patriots are, right? So it's just, it's the same game, just different labels happening. But it's scary though, man. It's scary for people to want to look at this. And I get it. But my God, when are we going to put our big panties on and figure out that we have no other choice? You're going to be, you're dead. You're walking dead right now. People who don't know what's going on are the walking dead. The ones getting the vaccines are the walking dead. They're already dead and they don't even know it. So they're going to might as well just step up, face it. And even if you took the vaccine and, 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 and maybe your epigenetics will fight through this nanotechnology mRNA, or maybe your epigenetics won't, who knows? But whatever it is, you need to stand up and you need to say, okay, enough's enough. I got to fight for my freedom, but more importantly, I got to fight for my children and my family's freedom, which is your freedom and everyone's freedom. And that now's the time. Why, why not do it now while you have a choice rather than when you guns to your head and you got to figure out a plan B? Do it now. And that's what I have to say, because we're, what we're about to go into is probably the most horrific times in, in the level of humanity has never seen before. And I'm not a psychic nor a foreseer, and I'm not a prophet. But I will tell you this, it's obvious that too many people are compliant and the, and the compliancy right now is only perpetuating this level of tyranny. And the more compliant we are, the more tyrannical it will become. We might as well right now stop and be non-compliant. And then what you mentioned about the domestic terror, I mean, it's, it's absolutely, I mean, on one hand, frightening. It's frightening, but on the other hand, as you said, I'm already dead, so I'm going to do what I'm going to do and, and fight back. But uh, I, I intentionally decided to expatriate from the U.S. in 2006 or whereabouts, and I, I saw a lot of this coming, and I, I didn't imagine a lot of these things would happen globally uh, so fast. So I, 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 yeah, for, yeah, I, for, yeah. I foresaw the U.S. You know, becoming like a Nazi authoritarian state. And now we're seeing, as, you, as you're saying, exactly you laid it out. They're putting in these domestic terror laws. They've created these false flags and, and, and uh, straw men. I mean, I interviewed Trevor Aronson four years ago. He gave a famous TED Talk. He's a credible academic. He wrote uh, the book on how the FBI basically manufactures terrorism. And he said since 9-11 till today, every single domestic terror uh, attack was led by undercover FBI agents or provocateurs. And now we're getting information that the Capitol January 6th event was had the FBI involved. Yeah. And so, as you said, they're painting us <laughs> all, all the, you know, patriots, honest, innocent, yeah. law-abiding, yeah. black, white, they're all colors. Uh, and so now they're going to start lab lab labeling us as dissenters and doing away with us. And just today... Um, if big tech announced that they're created, they've created this counter-terror database that they're going to share between each other. And now people who post stuff on Facebook are getting agents showing up at their doors uh, in the UK. I think some guys just gonna yeah. get th three years for posting yeah. something on Facebook. And so that's insane, isn't it? Yeah. And, and, and so, so, yeah, I mean, this is, <laughs> I, I, it's I, I don't it's re it, pinch yourself. It's really happening. Isn't it crazy? It's really happening. I mean, who thought I didn't think it would be this fast either. I really didn't think it would be this fast. But since we're in this momentum, I think they're, you know, when you got to move this fast, they make you make mistakes too. And I think they're all mistakes that are being made. And I do believe there is a solution to stop this in its tracks as well. And I think it's going to be um uh, and I because I've been I've been pondering this for 30 years. I've been coming up with a solution for 30 years. I knew the power of our intentions 
was going to be a solution on that, on the sense that we raise our frequency, we could stop this and we not feed into the fear of it all. However, also there's a, there's an inspired action we can do. And what, what we suggest people do at this point is to, it's doable if you just do it in your own town, because right now there's no place to go. You can't go run, you can't run to Mexico and you can't run to, you know, to, uh, you know, some island somewhere out right now, because, because this is a worldwide staying operation being done on a worldwide level and they know it. So we got to draw the line in the sand in our hometown, wherever we are and where we lay our head. And that's where we know our neighbors. And what we start doing, what we tell them people start doing is to meet each week for one hour in a public place where people can see you in your, like in your town square or a gazebo somewhere. And you meet and you talk about freedom for one hour. You get as many people as you possibly come each week. You make that commitment. And also why they're there, they commit to each other. They commit. They say that you say, if a government agent or agent ever comes into your home or your work, your work or your business and decides to intimidate you to uh, fine you or to arrest you or to remove you unconstitutionally, of course, unconstitutionally, then you have the right, um, then we, we will actually commit to come to your home wherever you are and be there, get between you and authority. And that is uh, basically the commitment you're making. And now they do that each time. You'll, you'll, they'll go to your house, you go to their house. And so you could have hundreds of people, thousands of people showing up if all of a sudden your local health department and a police officer decides to come and take your daughter out of your home she was in school consider she had COVID-19 or whatever the next variant they're going to be throwing at you, propaganda is, and remove your child and to do it and take them someplace unknowingly. Um, and and, and that, that's what Ventura in Ventura, California has the ability to do right now. They can take their child away and not tell you where they're doing because they're considered uh, a positive, right? So that's how we do. We organize by town. You meet once a week. You get, divi- you get uniters, not dividers to do that. And you make your non-compliance, peaceful non-compliance. And you commit to each other and you could do that. And as more people, you make the commitment every week, you come back, you bring one extra person. So you're doubling your size every week and you invite your pillars of your community, invite your government, you invite your police officers. They may not come initially, but they'll come eventually when they see this tyranny is not going anywhere. It's only getting worse. And you give them that alternative in your town. Now you have your town organized. Now you're becoming the organized truth here, right? You're not allowing the organized lie to run everything anymore. Now, as your other town who's organizing too, as well, you, you work with your adjacent town and you say, hey, let's combine our numbers here and go say go to this person's home and who's trying to get their child removed from their home. So now you've gone from 1,000 people you know, or 2,000 or 5,000, depends how big your town is, to 20,000 right, people, to 30,000 people showing up for your neighbor. And, and same thing on a state level and a county level. And so as every town, all you can do is one person in every town in America, one person in every town across the world. It, all you got to do is one person show up once a week for an hour and you can have this in place. You can organize it very quickly. In fact, we created a website. Uh, for It's like a directory called freedommeetup.org. And your viewers and listeners should go to there, uh, freedommeetup.org, and find out who your facilitator is, who's your organizer in your town. Uh, if not one, then you be the person. Sign up. And you can, you've got a directory. You have your information there. And you tell you when you're having your meeting and you share information with the other, other um, freedom meetups. And you celebrate freedom once a week. You don't talk about how bad the mayor is or how bad the local politics is. You don't forget that's for something else. You just focus on what your First Amendment rights or your Second Amendment rights or whatever in your country is, of your constitution of your country is. You support and you talk about it and remind people they have the God-given rights. These these guys were only bullying us around and they're not forcing us to take the vaccines. No one put a gun to anybody's head to take the vaccine here in the United States. All they're doing is intimidating you, making your life miserable unless you do it. 
or firing you unless you do it. People think, well, my God, my life's no, it's not. So they're not, they know they're against the law to do that, the constitutional law. And so they're not going that far, but because we're being compliant, they're keep doing it worse and worse. So this is an opportunity for a right away people to start turning the tide around. Because when you have a million people show up at a neighbor's house in, this, in an organized state, game over. There's no army, no police officers, no UN could come in and stop a million people from or, some stopping somebody being, being arrested unconstitutionally. It'll never happen. And when they commit to each person every time that happens, it's over. Game over. You don't get to do anything anymore. That's the level of unifying. And we can't let ourselves be divided anymore on race, anymore on sexual orientation, anymore on gender, anymore on political, uh, you know, your political stance, Republican or Democrat or whatever it may be. If mass, non-mass, vaccine, not whatever they've been dividing us on, we can't. If you show up once a week for freedom, for liberty, for your pursuit of happiness, if you show up just for that reason, it doesn't matter where you are, that's all you need. That's all you, all you need to be accepted into that, into that group and that meet up where you're fighting for your freedom. And that's what's needed right now. And that's what hopefully we have thousands of people right now signing up and doing it as we speak. They're meeting once a week and they're, and they're determining what they can do for noncompliance. They know that's the answer. These guys, like I said earlier, they, they got too much weaponry that are you know, hundreds of years beyond our understanding. And, uh, you know, they could use direct energy weapons, drones. They could use sound waves to knock out a region, whatever. Um, so we have to do it in noncompliance, in peaceful noncompliance. And we got to do it fast. We have an opportunity here. Because what you're saying earlier is chaos is about to come. Serious chaos. Because they got to have people cry for order. You, they got you, you have to ask for their order. And their new world order is not going to be good. It's going to be these seven laws that the penalty, if you do not, if you do not follow these seven laws, you know what the penalty is? Death. Death. And most likely by guillotine. Hence why we have millions of guillotine blades here in the United States waiting for this opportunity. See, they create the problem, as David Icke says, and they have their already, already established desired uh, expectation and, and solution. Now they just have to create the bigger problem, get people crying for the solution. And the solution's gonna be worse than the actual chaos. And that's why if we know at the end of the game, that's what they're trying to do, then let's just organize our town. Just organize your town, get your people in place, get the town in place, and then non-comply. And every town does that from so on, it's over. Their little problem reaction solution game goes away. It's ineffective. No one's playing along with the game. No one's participating in the game. No one's playing the game. It's over. And that's how we get out of this peacefully. Yeah, I, I always think of what are solutions and people. I mean, I, I, I just analyze this stuff on my podcast and try to help people figure out what's going on. I don't have all of the answers. And I think that's probably what you mentioned uh, one of the best uh, solutions, if not the, the only solution, I don't know what else we can do uh, politically, right? Um, and uh, to, to confirm uh, your uh, idea, other people in the freedom movement ha have variations of the same. You have like, when I spoke to Edward uh, J. Edward Griffin, he, he afterwards, you know, he was talking about after the interview that uh, he has his red pill university and he's trying to get red pill campuses planted around uh, the world, which would, you know, the red pill campus is basically 
the same uh, idea, a variation of what you mentioned. And there's Derek Bros of the Conscious, Conscious Resistance, and he's created uh, as well a website called Freedom Cells. So I think we're all thinking, I guess, on the same frequency as as you put it, that this yeah. seems to be the common denominator. The last, our last stand of what we can do is yeah. organize locally. And as you said, we got to keep talking about this to get more people to realize what's what's happening because without a certain critical mass. You know, it's it's over for for us uh, physically in the material world. Um, are there any? Is you've kind of covered the big idea, which is you know what a lot what I talk about um, on the podcast a lot because this is the big thing that's happening right now. Uh, is there any other you know uh, topic that that's on your mind apart from what we've just been discussing? Uh, any other topic or or issue you you want to well, mention? I, yeah, well, I do think. Um... I do think this, uh, Stephen Greer talks about it on often too, as well, Dr. Stephen Greer. And I do think another big false flag that's probably perhaps coming, um, I don't know, this year or next year or soon, is the alien hoax, hoax uh, false flag. And that's basically, I think that's going to be their way how they believe they're going to unify this new world order and how they're going to get all the countries fighting together against this, this alien threat. Um, and how do you know that's being um, being set up? Because you're seeing that on mainstream media news now. You see it on Fox News. You see it on CNN. They're talking about the alien threat. You know, there's they don't get too heavy into it. They're just introducing it now, right? And so anything, it's all and everything on the mainstream media. I mean, everything is propaganda and set up and purposely given on there. Uh, the main stuff, you know, and there's certain silly content they use just for filler, but. Uh, the main things, and one of this stuff they're setting up now is this alien hoax or this alien threat. Uh, and Dr. Stephen Greer and many others in the uh, in this in the uh, extraterrestrial uh, industry, um, that world there, they talk, they talk about well, we're getting ready for this 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 hoax. It's going to be a hoax. It's going to be something that they're they're already going to be setting up again. Like I said, these guys had technology hundreds of years advanced here. Whoever gave them to them, who knows? But they have it. So what may seem like an alien in, alien threat or an alien invasion. Could just be our own army or you know our own division, a secret black ops division pulling this hoax off, right? We don't know. Uh, some people more know about it in the secret space program, but that's just, that's this next level of what we're being set up for and how big of a level that is. Because think about it, if you wanted to organize a one world army, or if you wanted to fight against an alien threat that was attacking Earth, not America or not Russia or Israel, but you wanted you wanted to you had to protect Earth. You'd have to create an army, wouldn't you? A one-world army. That may be the way to do it. Uh, and a one-world government, you know, and they're already moving quickly on the one-world um, one uh, currency, not to mention the one-world religion is already in place. You just got to find the right crisis to execute it. So uh, I, think that's, I think that's the uh, next big, big game outside of figuring out what we can do with all these unvaccinated uh, patriotic humans, whether they're going to put them in the FEMA camps or just put them in the guillotines or or just um, uh, force vaccinate them. I'm not sure, uh, but I do know their end game is depopulation and slavery, cyborg slavery. So that will go hand in hand, I believe, with the alien hoax as well. But it's definitely, um, you know, I wouldn't waste your time watching sci-fi anymore, anybody. I just say, just open your eyes, start looking at what's happening in your reality. Pull your head out of the sand, open your eyes, and you'll have the most incredible science fiction experience you've ever thought you could ever imagine, because that's exactly what we're experiencing right now. Uh, it, it, this reality makes sci-fi look like child's play. 
Yeah, and I, I'm a huge sci-fi fan, and lately I haven't had time the last few years to be watching, consuming any kind of entertainment. And as you said, I'm, I'm kind of losing interest because we're li- <laughs> literally living it. So what's the point of wa- watching this stuff? And um, as you mentioned as well, what, what will they do with the, the Patriots? They might just leave them in the algorithm ghetto. I interviewed June of 2020, you know, way at the start of this, the renowned historian um, Edwin Black, the Jewish historian who co- uncovered the nexus between the Nazis and, and the uh, American companies who, who helped, like IBM, who helped them create uh, the paper computer to carry out the Holocaust. Uh, and he calls it the algorithm ghetto. So basically, if you can't buy anything, you just you're, you end up in your house starving to death because you can't buy any food, you can't travel, you can't leave your house. So they might just that's the easy way of dealing with people. Um, and as well, the alien hoax, as you mentioned, I've been, again, I've known about this for 20, 20 years. And it's not just, you know, random stuff on forums. This stuff can be verified. You mentioned uh, Stephen Greer. Um, you have the report from Iron Mountain published in the 1960s where they actually said they would use uh, global warming. They would use uh, the threat of an environmental crisis to control society. If that didn't work, they would create uh, fake international terrorism. Uh, um, We've seen that happen. And now the last their last point was creating a staged alien invasion to bring together uh, humanity to be able to control it. And then there's other folks. I remember reading J. Allen Hynek and Jacques Vallée, uh, renowned people uh, who came to the conclusion that, you know, extraterrestrials, the UFO phenomenon is not an extraterrestrial phenomenon. It's an extra dimensional phenomenon. So you can go on on, on and on. There's, there's a lot of stuff like that. Um, do you have any then final thoughts to leave us with? Yeah, I would just say for everyone, honestly, um, it's so scary when you look at it and you pull your head out and you take that red pill. And I get it. I've been doing that for 30 years. And there's a level of dread right now going on for people who are awake. People aren't awake. They're in denial. Uh, a lot of them kind of know, but they're just they're psychologically, unconsciously knows, but consciously they're denying it. So they're not feeling that level of dread. But the people who are awake, see what's going on, um, are, is, are, most, most of us are in a level of dread. Um, but I could um, give a little advice how you get out of that. Just remind yourself every day that you were born to be here at this time, at this moment, for this purpose, okay? That you also are a spiritual, mighty, powerful being. We have been disconnected from that, probably purposefully from, from the past, from whatever entities have adjusted our DNA or whatever it may be. But we are mighty, powerful, spiritual beings. People like Jesus came here to remind us of this. And to understand that we will do much more than anyone else. And this awakening is really from within ourselves. So do our work. Do your work right now. Spend your time instead of worrying so much about what's going to be happening next. Do your work internally. Find out what you can do to make yourself more conscious of who you are and reconnect with that powerful spiritual higher self being, right? That Or your God source, whatever you define it as. But know that it can never be taken away from you. You make this body as this a vehicle. To house it, it can't be destroyed. It can't be captured, or destroyed. It's that powerful. So don't worry so much about your life and death here. Focus on your spiritual soul and really who you are, and that's all that matters. And that is where the bravery will come in, because your soul will find the courage for you to go forward, whatever the next steps are. Whether you got to fight head on, or you got to go hide out like Yoda and wait for the right time, or you got to do figure out whatever your solution is. But never deviate, never break from your soul, never give in and ask for the blue pill or with Cyphus, as you said, to get me, plug you back into the matrix with a nice steak because it will never be the same. And that illusion is going away. All those people 
who are, are staying there purposely because they don't want to deal with this. That whole world is not what they think it is. This transhumanism of great internet of things and being hooked up to that and having your eyes set be open, it's all lies. It's all lies to turn you into a cyborg slave. And that's where you're going to have the worst experience ever in your, that's going to be real hell. That's going to be the hell that's being created on earth if you allow that to happen. So face it now, realize you are the spiritual being that will make the difference. And you have a purpose here. Pivot your job, pivot whatever you need to do. Don't worry about it. The only thing that matters right now is this. This in front of your face right now, what you're experiencing, knowing that's true, even the whole rest of the world saying it's not true. You got to stay strong in that one bird flying that one direction, because it is true. And in time, you will be proven correct, but it doesn't really matter. In time, as you're staying strong, you will be, you will be, the, you will be that voice for the ones who are scared to speak up. And they will see that. And then they will speak up because you have spoken up. And that's all that matters. And don't worry about what happens next because God's plan will lay itself out one step at a time in front of you at the right moment. Just follow God's plan. When you deviate from God's plan is when you'll get into trouble. So remember that. That's my best advice I could give anybody at this point. And I would just add for people, again, you mentioned the, the blue pill in the matrix, uh, Cypher or Cyphers, who, who took it uh, as the deal to you know, get back into the system. Uh, he was killed. They killed him. So again, yeah, that's, yeah. that's what happens to, <laughs> to traders. So just, you know, uh, let, let, let's march uh, onward uh, and uh, upward. And, you know, everyone, everyone go to uimedianetwork.org, bookmark it, subscribe to their newsletter. Um, and if you like what they're doing, um, leave them a, a donation. And again, thank you, Tim, for being on Geopolitics and Empire. Thank you. Thank you so much. Fantastic. Appreciate you. I hope you enjoyed this Geopolitics and Empire podcast interview. The website is geopoliticsandempire.com, and I encourage you to sign up for the free email list through which you can receive an update of every new podcast, as well as a long list of key news headlines once a week. We're being heavily censored. YouTube has deleted some of our videos, and we currently have one strike. Patreon has terminated our account. Facebook has restricted our page, and Reddit has been the leading posts. Our favorite social media channels are Telegram and Twitter. The best places to watch the podcast beyond YouTube are on Odyssey, BitChute, and Brighteon. The best places to listen to the podcast are on SoundCloud, Apple, Spotify, Google, or on any other podcast app. To help keep this podcast alive, leave a review on Apple Podcasts and wherever else, subscribe to all our platforms, and leave a donation if possible via Subscribestar, PayPal, Bitcoin, or Ethereum. You can also find us on MeWe, Minds, Gab, Float, VK, LinkedIn, and Instagram. Thanks for listening.